I want you to write out what is the skill set that you are going to acquire over the next 12 to 18 months? What are you going to get really, really good at? What are you going to get really, really good at? Find a recession necessary product or service. And your product or service might be recession necessary already, but you don't realize it. So we started this morning meetup pre-recession. Yes, yes. Okay, great. But now I understand how the morning meetup is a recession necessary service. Because if we don't stick together in this thing, we are going to crumble. This is the time for collaboration. This is a recession necessary service. 7.45 a.m. Catch me on the morning meetup hosted by David Shane's. I see that we have someone who's not normally on the call, Mr. Pushman Mitch, but I'm going to toss it to Senior Dave to introduce our host. Absolutely. Well, I am the host, okay? It's just my boy called me this morning, man, and we okay. were talking about this uh, this uh, free summit we're doing for the next three days, and we were talking, chopping it up today. I was like, yo, Pushman Mitch, I'm talking about how to prepare for a recession, man. What's up, Pushman Mitch? I actually call him. Push me and Mitch. I don't like shorten it, not push. <laughs> push me and I'll call it Mitch. <laughs> What's up, Dave? What's up, Hi, Dave? Dave? Push me and Mitch. What's up, man? How you feeling? Man, stress-free, just up in the office, just ready to attack the day full throttle. Absolutely. I love it, man. So, look, we, we got to jump into this thing, man, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, I would like to hear your thoughts on the coming recession, okay? Mm. We can't ignore it. We can't just act like it doesn't exist because it does. However, I want to know, I'm curious. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? And why do you live so high in the I feel air? Like, I feel like the recession is a mindset. So I think what, what happens is it's a way to kind of est like establish fear amongst the masses. Um, the mindset is that, you know, regardless if there's a recession, if the economy is booming, there's always poor and there's always rich people. So regardless of that fact, I mean, you got to choose which one you want to be. You can buy into the mindset that the recession is true, which means that, you know, it's going to be more difficult to get things accomplished. But actually, that's just a mindset. I mean, it's just the way things are, just the way things are. It's just kind of like when the gas prices go up. Um, we get upset, whatever, but are we going to stop driving? Mm, no, I think we're just going to figure out a way to continue driving. So that's why I feel like it's just a mindset. So, you know, that's my take on pretty much everything. It's all in between these two ears right here. I love it. I love it. So um, in terms of uh, preparation, because there are like we're looking at we're looking at the news. I think uh, Twitter might have just laid off. Mad people. We're seeing these big companies doing big layoffs, um, which means it's not as I, I think I think a lot of people got relaxed where the government just kept pushing money into the world, into the country. Um, but now, I mean, some things have to like make certain we, we have to make certain adjustments in some way. Like what are, what are the meetings going on with your team? What's happening? Well, as far as my team is concerned, um, I'm not downsizing, actually. I'm deciding to increase the size of my company. I was just on a phone call last night hiring someone internally to do my taxes and bookkeeping. I won't be outsourcing anymore to 
CPA companies and things of that nature. Um, you know, I'm hiring a couple of new virtual assistants. I think the preparation should be just being prepared for anything that could possibly happen. So versus waiting for something to happen and having a reaction, I think we should just take action now, just as far as, you know, knowing what you want your numbers to be and knowing what you got to have to get those numbers, um, you know, preparing for whatever the economy throws at you. That's kind of what we're talking about now. Scaling, not not declining. I love it. I love it. All right. I, I'm going I'm to get into like some of my notes. and I'm going to bring you back randomly. OK, okay. Hear your thoughts. All right. So uh, we're going to jump into this thing right here. OK, so prepare for a recession, guys. Listen, it is um, it is a a like things are changing. Right. We had to. Um, the whole COVID, uh, COVID-19 world pandemic, we can't act like it wasn't a pandemic because it was. However, like Pushman Mitch said, it was all a mindset. There were some people that scaled back and got afraid, but there were some people that leaned in. The people that leaned in took advantage of all the money that the government printed. Uh, the people that scaled back got afraid. And they said, whoa, 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 I can't order more shirts. They're not going to buy them. Oh, no, 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 no. I got to close my doors. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm running and hiding. So it is a 100% of mindset. So the first thing I want to discuss is that this is the time for you to grow. Okay, put grow in the chat real quick. Throw grow in the chat. Now is the time for you to grow in a bunch of different areas. Yo, my gosh. The last couple weeks have been um, growth for me. Heavy growth in a bunch of areas, a bunch of areas, especially business, like understanding um, that uh, that I still have a whole, whole lot of work to do as a leader. Here's what's cool. You can still get rich not having it all figured out. And I will be the first person to tell you, well, now nah, probably my wife will be the first to tell you that I don't got it all figured out. <laughs> She'll be the first to let you know. I do not got it figured out, but this is a time to grow. Now it's always a time to grow, but I'm going to use this opportunity to tell you that it's a time to grow and you have to keep a positive mindset. That is vital. Here's the opportunity. If you listen to Patrick Bet David, if you listen to Gary Vee, if you listen to some of these millionaires, multimillionaires, billionaires, they are going to tell you that this is going to be the greatest chance that you have in your lifetime to become wealthy. If you listen to the news, they are going to tell you that everything is going to crumble. But if you listen to the people who are all the way up, they will tell you that this is going to be the greatest opportunity in your lifetime, but you have to prepare. You're either going to see obstacles or you're going to see opportunities. The obstacles that are going to show up in your life, they will be bigger or smaller based on how you see them. You're walking down the road. There's a car in your way. Oh my gosh, there's a car. I can't get to my goal. Oh my goodness. What happens if I go around the car? What is going to happen? They're going to take me to jail because that's illegal to go off of the road. How, if I go over the car, oh my gosh, what will happen if I try to jump over the car and I trip and fall and break my leg? If I break my leg, I can't go to work. If I can't go to work, I won't have any money. If I won't have any money, I won't be able to eat and then we'll all perish and then I'll be homeless. And this is how people see it. I was in a, I was in a, a, a workshop one day and we're making a pitch. Y'all know what a pitch is, right? I'm selling you something. At the end of the presentation, I'm selling you something. This guy says, well, 
what if you don't have the money? And I'm like, well, you either don't have the money or you do. And if you don't, you're either going to go get the money or you're going to say, I don't have the money. And you can't take advantage of this opportunity, this pitch that I'm pitching. So other questions go around. This other guy raised his hand. He said, hey, all right, I think I'm ready. Same guy, same guy. I think I'm ready. But what happens? No, I cannot make this stuff up. And if I find the recording, I will pull it. I will bring it to this call. He said, well, what happens if somebody in your family gets sick? Like, what happens if my mom gets sick and I need the money back? I said, what? <laughs> like, what, what do you, huh? That's where your mind goes? <laughs> That's, you know, I cannot make this stuff up. I was so shocked. It was a, a, a deadening silence in the room. I said, what? I, I don't know why, why. One, why would you say that? Two, like, why would you say something about your mom getting sick? Like, for one, why? Two, why does your mind go to that immediately? Out of all the things, out of all the hypothetical situations, that's where your mind goes. There's an obstacle in the person's way and he can't move the obstacle. Okay, listen, don't be fearful. Your environment is important. We're going to have these calls. We're going to be here every day. If you think that due to this recession, I'm not going to be on here giving you guys game on how to make money and how to grow as an entrepreneur and how to grow as a person. If you think that the morning meetup is going to shut down because of a recession, you are crazy. You have to be in this environment. This is an environment that's going to encourage you and teach you every single day. Okay. We got people like rock stars, like push man, miss. We just happen to be talking this morning and look at his background. He lives in the air. I want to live in the air one day. I don't live in the air yet. Right. Last thing. And then I'm, I, I, I want to get, uh, Mitch, I want to get your, your, uh, any, any points that I missed on this. It's time to grow spot. My last thing is you have to study the industry in tough times, not in tough times to study the industry, but study the industry in tough times. I have a young. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Creating a, a report right now of what goes on in media during rough economic times. I need to study my craft. I need to know because history repeats itself. One thing I do know is I'm pushing people jumping into podcasting even more because if a you know, as a recession hits and if everybody gets afraid and nobody's outside spending, where are they going to go? Back in the house. What are they going to do in the house? They're going to watch me or they're going to watch you. My following is probably going to grow. My subscribership is probably going to grow. My podcast, my podcast is officially going to grow why because when people get afraid they go in the house and when they're in the house they're listening to content creators Bushman mitch i want to uh, before i get to my second point man i need to hear your perspective oh i'm sorry um yeah i agree with a lot of the things you said i mean pretty much everything um and to follow up with it i mean i want to talk about the same thing you just said about podcasting and just letting things grow um i started a podcast at the top of the year and um like basically at the top of the year um, I gave myself about three to four months to get my content together, uh, get a lot of high quality stuff going on and to build it up. And we got to understand that sometimes when you're building things up, you can't actually see the, the ceiling. So um, basically, um, I, I did it in about eight, nine months in now, and I'm just getting paid for having a podcast like now. And a lot of people won't do it based off of the fact that they're not getting paid or they pivot based off of the fact that they're not making money. But when you do the work and you increase the value of something, the money comes later. And once it comes, it never stops coming in. So to tell a story and make it sound even cooler and, and factual, uh, people pay to get on my podcast now because they see the value in it. And like four, like two days ago, four people, you know, booked to come be a guest on the show. And the fact of the matter is I made no money at all until this past month. Literally, I was paid for the podcast. I paid for the equipment. I paid for the team to shoot all the videos for the lights. 
everything for the actual uh, place where I shoot it at, which is this high rise here. It's not, it wasn't free. It cost me every single month, $4,000 a month. And I don't need three bedrooms. I'm just one person, but I have to get, I have my office here that I'm in. I have my studio over here to the right and I have the room that I sleep in. But at the end of the day, it was costing me money until now it just paid me $50,000 in one second. Like it just was like, Hey, yeah, I just followed up with everybody who wanted to be a guest on a podcast. And they said, yeah, how much is it? I'm like 10,000. They're like, okay, 5,000 now, 5,000 when they show up, they paid it right away. But a lot of people would have pivoted and, and get discouraged or switch to different industry instead of focusing on building the value of their brand. And that's a lot of the issues that we see. And you'll see that in the recession as well. We'll start focusing on the money, focusing on what the media is saying, focusing on panicking and not like studying your market and things of that nature. And you kind of won't even understand the process and how it goes. So I just want you guys to really Dig, dig deep and just don't kind of be scared and afraid of what they're saying. Just believe in self and believe in what you got going on because we create our own economy, believe it or not. We create all of these things, all of these fears. We create all of these opportunities as well. So make sure you choose wisely on what you create. I love it. I love it. Appreciate that. Push my message. I'm going to point two, man. So I'm, I'm definitely going to need your thoughts on this one. Here we go. Number two, we got to study your financial situation, your current financial situation. This is important in any season, whether it's recession, whether it's wintertime, springtime, whether it's your birthday. We need to know where we are financially in our financial situation. So I need you to know how much money you have. I know there was a point in my life I had no idea how much money I had. I knew about what my check was going to be. <laughs> I knew about... I know about what my paycheck was going to be. I knew about what I would make in tips that night at the Cheesecake Factory, but I had no idea how much money I had or the lack of it. Okay, okay, just, just bear with me. Um, you don't have to say it out loud. But how many people this year have swiped their credit card or debit card and anxiety hit you instantly? <laughs> how many people you don't have to say it don't put yourself out there okay all right you swipe that card and your heart starts racing everything happens in your mind you're automatically thinking of what you're going to say as a result of anything that could happen you start getting your story together how many people here's what's crazy how many people have money now, but still, still, when you give that debit card to that waitress, you have been so, uh, you have been so uh, scarred or what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? Not like triggered, but you know what I mean? You're, so, you're like traumatized. You've been traumatized because they come back whispering your ear on the low. Uh, and they act like some PTSD, <laughs> credit card PTSD. You don't know if they're going to come back. The waitress bends down. Um, something's wrong with the card. Or, do you have another one? As if something's wrong. Nothing's wrong with that card. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing happened to that card, okay? But I need us to know how much money we have. Do you know? Do you know? Let's start calculating our net worth, okay? Your net worth, all the stuff you own minus all the stuff you owe. Let's just get a handle on where we are. 
let's just get a handle on where you are, where we are. And as it gets bigger, I am honestly in my personal financial situation, I am more clear. Uh, but business, it always changes, especially with kind of uh, all the stuff that we're doing uh, financial. But I, I talk to my my accountant pretty much every day. I need to know. I need to know where we are, man. Hey, do me a favor. List out all your expenses, necessary and unnecessary. Just list out all of your expenses, necessary and unnecessary. Okay. Maybe after the call, maybe after the call, let's just list out all our expenses. This is a good practice for any time. But because we're talking about recession, I have to make it more important. Even though when things are good, you should still make it extremely important to list out all the expenses, necessary and unnecessary. Do me one more favor. I wanted you to go into your bank account today, right? Today in the chat, put today, today in the chat. I want you to put today in the chat, today. I need you to go into your bank account, go over the last three months and identify every single expense, every single one of them. This will give you a clear picture of your habits. It will give you a clear picture, picture of who you are, where you are, and what the heck is going on. Why you have money on Friday, but no more by Tuesday. It will explain everything. It will also explain how we're always waiting for our check to pay for something that we don't have the money for yet, but we're waiting for it. It explained that. Well, we don't have any money on Wednesday and we have to get there on Friday, but by the time Friday comes, we have to pay for stuff that happened on Wednesday. It will explain it. Okay, are you gonna do it? If you're, if you, if you're committed to doing it today, just say, I'll do it. Just put it in the chat, I'll do it. I'll do that, I'll do that. I'll list out all my expenses, necessary and unnecessary. I'll see that one of my expenses, you might find out that being single is an expense because you're outside and you feel the pressure while you're at the bar if a young lady is there, you want to talk to her, but you feel like the only way to talk to her is to buy that conversation. Drinks used to be five. I think they're like 15 now. I don't know. Plus tip 20. You get one. She get one. That's 40. You're down 40 because you want to have a conversation. She'll accept it, but nothing's coming up that. And you got to run through the numbers. You might talk to four people that night and really get a, con I, don't, I don't know why. I'm, all right, let me. Let me just move. On. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it gets real. <laughs> it gets real, Dave. It gets real. Let me ask you. Let me ask you, Mitch. What are some of the necessary expenses in your life and the unnecessary expenses that, if you were, uh, uh, let's say you were like in an expansion time or you're you're dumping a bunch of cash into an investment, you really got to pay attention to it. It's not as free. What are some of the necessary expenses and what are some unnecessary expenses that you could cut if you wanted to? Necessary expenses clearly is utilities, um, uh, car notes, you know, in my industry, <laughs> car loans, uh, mortgages, uh, just the stuff to keep the business going, uh, inventory stuff. All of that stuff is necessary. Uh, unnecessary stuff is just the extracurriculars, like trips where I don't gotta take a trip, but or I got I don't, I'm not necessarily going out for business, but I'm just like I want to go. Uh, just unnecessary things, you know, certain subscriptions that I I don't need. You know, you can kind of look at all of those because we started taking subscriptions for stuff that we really don't need. You know, I you I got Netflix, Hulu, HBO, all of that stuff, but I only watch Netflix for real. Or you know, what I mean, just 
but I want to have it just so if I do want to look at something that comes out, I can. So it's, it's a lot of small stuff that does add up. You just don't pay attention to it. And I'll give you one even better, Dave. Um, like that's why we're hiring a, a tax guy internally because I literally, we just, you know, the tax uh, deadline just came up not too long ago. We filed, but um, my CPA that I was using at the time, they literally dropped the ball in the, one of the most incredible ways I've seen. And because I wasn't paying attention, it could have cost me a lot of paper. Luckily, I filed and didn't pay. So now we can amend it and make it right. But I caught it just in time to fire them and, and then be able to go do my thing. But they said that my personal expenses from the business was 700000 Now, how could that be possible? I'm a minimalist. I don't spend money on myself. I'm still wearing H&M hoodies, man. But anyway, uh, so it's like, it's impossible. And then they had this year, my personal expenses were over a million dollars. So clearly that was a ball dropper. Then we go look at what those expenses were with my new guy. And he's got, you know, TV mounting services. Clearly the amount of TVs in the office. You got... Uh, paying for furniture, $22,000. they like, it's personal expense. I'm like, this is interesting that this was even fall out of the, you know, but the people who were I was using is through a company and they were quitting. So these, oh, I had my first lady. She passed it on to another guy. He took over, then he went part-time, then quit. And so, you know, they just hurried up my account. And I was like one of the highest grossing accounts at the whole firm. And they didn't really know how to play. So I was using the wrong people and I wasn't paying attention to what they were doing. And that could have cost me a lot of money. When I say a lot of money, y'all, I'm not playing like <laughs> money that I do not want to give or even have to give because I have necessary expenses that that money needs to go to. So everything that Dave was saying about paying attention and, and pulling out what you're spending, where it's going, knowing all, all, what how much you have is very important because it can cost you in the long run if you don't catch it. I love it. I love it. Appreciate that push, man, Mitch. I'm bringing you right back in a minute. I'm gonna bring you back in a minute. Check this out. Next point. Next point. Okay. In the same point of studying your financial situation, I need you to find other ways. I need you to find some ways other than shopping or spending money to enjoy yourself. Boredom is expensive. Drop that on you real quick. Boredom is expensive. If you have nothing to do, you will go spend some money. You need to pick up a hobby or something. You need to have certain task lists or something that has you working on your business, working on your entrepreneurial endeavors. Because if you are sitting in the house afraid and scared of what the, the, the news told you, you will lose more money because you'll be in the house and TV is selling you something. Radio is selling you something. On podcasts, they're going to sell you something. You're going to door dash your life away and you're going to buy stuff because you have a little bit of money. You think because you're going in the house and you're not spending it outside, it's not as dangerous on the inside. I'm just telling you, you need to find something to do with your money. Find a hobby. If it's not going to be a business, find a hobby, okay? Because boredom is expensive. I'm telling you. It costs you. Not only the, even the money that you spend, but all the money that you waste not doing anything, okay? So we need to fill up the hours. We need to fill up the hours. Okay, next, listen. I think it's I think it's important and kind ah I'm torn on this one, but you should start paying down your debt. So I um I paid off my my uh, my studio because I just didn't want I didn't want the debt and two I didn't want to pay the interest. However, 
I, I still reserve the right to be able to take cash out of that investment and put it into something else. So I'm kind of torn on that, but for the people who just keep getting more and more debt, I, my brother, he just went through um, a Dave Ramsey's course and uh, he's better with finances. He's paying down his debt. He's really, he's not into getting any debt. He's paying for everything in cash and that's good for him. That's good for him. So that advice would be good for some of you all, but others who are entrepreneurs that you're leveraging everything and Pushman Mitch is the uh, king of leverage. It's a, it's a different conversation. I don't want to go too deep into it, but uh, for those who are who keep getting more and more debt, just stop that. Just stop that, especially if you can't manage it and you can't leverage it in uh, income, okay? Next thing, calculate all your assets and sell what you can, well, sell what can be sold. Calculate all your assets and sell what can be sold. This is not, I'm not, I'm not telling you to downsize. However, there's a bunch of sneakers in my closet. And even though I'm not in like a, in financial trouble, sometimes it's wise to just take all that stuff and sell it. Especially, you know, I, I have shoes that I have never even worn and I bought them four or five years ago. I got, listen, I have, Mitch, I got the, I got the white grapes, white grape fives, and the black great fives. And I think I probably bought them in like 2014. Damn. Never wore them. And I don't know what I'm saving them for. I don't know. I don't know what I'm reserving. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Just they're just there. But for some people, especially as you start to invest, you need to get all of that stuff out of your closet. You need to start selling some of that stuff back. Listen, all that for some of you, for some of you. You need to let them come take that furniture that you bought that don't nobody sit in in that dining room. Let's get as much cash as we can so we can invest into a business that's going to pay us more money. Okay, I'm just asking in this whole set to just let's find out where we are financially. Let's just find out where we are. Push my mitch, round it out before I go to my third point. Oh, yeah, I wanted to speak on uh, about acquiring more debt and things of that nature and spending money every day. Right. So to that point, like we have to know what that word offset means. Like we spend money every day. People, that's what we do. Literally every single day we spend money. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that. Right. All of us every day. Every single day. There's no day where we're like, oh, yeah, I ain't spent no money today. We got bills coming out. We got subscriptions coming out. We go get gas. We go get food. We go get something every single day. If you don't have something to offset that, literally, you are literally in debt for like the rest of your life, regardless of how much money you start making. It will never balance out if you don't have something to offset. That's why we encourage entrepreneurship in some capacity, investing in some capacity, having a business, something that can generate income as much as you are spending or more. Clearly more is is the, the perspective. But what you guys need to understand is that we need to all at some point in our life have something that draws income to ourselves outside of what we work for. That's how you kind of offset it. So like if you guys can, like I said, he's talking about finding something new, a new skill that can bring in income to offset that. And I want you guys to try to find that thing. It doesn't have to be something complex that makes you millions of dollars. And a lot of y'all don't understand that these things add up. Small percentages add up. That little 40, that little 30, that little 20, like people, oh, it's just $20, but it really, really adds up. Um, I know a friend that every time they seen like change on the ground, they always would pick it up and be like, there we go. I'm, I'm, I'm adding it to the bank. And they literally, I watched somebody go with my uh, brother, Charles Noonan, and empty out a coin jar to buy a property, a land bank property. And it's literally been used from change. They scrambled the change together and went and bought it. So that's the, a lot of us wouldn't have used that. 
use our money out of our pocket that we just earned from maybe our nine to five, maybe our business. And we could have just used money that we've been stacking up the whole entire time. Just like those companies, if you think about fintech companies, things of that nature, they take a small percentage from everyone. They're not trying to get a million dollars at you from one time. They just know that every single time you swipe a credit card, they get a percentage because you're using their financial technology. So if you if you don't know what that is, like to explain it real quickly, every single place that you go to, they have a POS system, which takes credit cards and debit cards. Back in the day, it used to be a register. You handle money. They pull money out their register. They give you change back. Now they have POS systems to where every, pretty much every store, they have it to where you can use a credit card and debit card. There's a percentage that goes to the company that has the fintech, the technology. And you don't know, you don't care about it. All you're doing is just swiping real quick, but they get paid every single time that every single person uses their card. It's a small baby percentage, but it adds up. So we can think of ways that we can do that as well. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to run through two more points. Then we're going to come back and just do q and I'm going to run through these joints. Then we're going to come back. And we're going to ask some questions and we're going to get to it. Listen, if y'all with me, say I'm with you. Hey, put something on your stories, okay? Let everybody know the morning meetup is litty, itty, 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 okay? Just throw it on your stories real quick. Let's go through these last two and then we're going to do some uh, Q&A real quick, okay? Now, next, let's learn a new skill, okay? Let's learn a new skill. Let's learn a new skill. Number three is learn a new skill. Number one is it's time to grow. We got to start growing. Number two, we got to get a handle on our financial situation. Let's just identify where we are financially. Number three, it's time to learn a new skill. Now. The skill doesn't have to be something brand new, like a brand new industry, okay? My objective is to learn a new skill in my business. You know what my new skill is right now? Leadership. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal in these times i am looking for growing as a leader also what is another new skill being able to manage not only just my show, but multiple projects, not being able to manage multiple businesses, but I'm looking to open up my, uh, my network and I have to manage different people's show, keep everybody inspired while simultaneously still building my own. This is a skill set that I'm studying right now. You need to learn a new skill. Now, some of you need to learn a skill that's going to make you some money because you don't have a skill that's going to make you money. You think you're a good speaker, so you think your gift is going to make you money. I get what you're saying. I understand you. It's just a terrible way of looking at things. Okay, I know what you're saying. Oh my God, Dave, you're going to get the Bible. Bible said my gift going to make room for me. Ah, you think your gift is one thing. When your gift is something that's inside of you that you have, you like, I have a gift. Let's say I have a gift of, um, of communication. I think I'm a gifted communicator. From a child, I can talk my way out of a beating. Like I, there was a couple of times where my dad was going to beat me, but we had a conversation and I let him know, dad, I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, you're looking at this wrong. You're about to punish your child because of what a teacher said. You don't even know that teacher. And I got some friends. I'll call my friends right now and tell you the same thing. That she be wilding, dad. But okay, before before you before you decide to beat me, let's all have a conversation. Let's all talk about it, dad. Don't just go. Don't, you told me don't just go off what people tell you. <laughs> I learned it, gifted, right? But that that's not what made me a bunch of money or help me build a business. It's when I read how to win friends and influence people. It's when I decided to start a morning meetup call where I get to work on my communication every single day. It's really when I started working at the Cheesecake Factory and I had to sell people certain cheesecakes. I had to sell people on spending more than they normally would spend so that I can get a bigger tip. 
If you spend a hundred dollars, if you're going to tip me 20%, I make $20. If I get you to spend 150, I'll make 30. So I have to work on my ability to paint a picture on why it's foolish to eat all this food and not leave with dessert. Are you crazy? It's your birthday and y'all not going to have drinks. What are we ordering lemonade for? What are we talking about right now? And this is how I would talk to my tables, right? But I, because I, I took a gift where I don't mind, I'm not introverted. I'm not I don't mind having a conversation. That might be a gift, but I had to work on my skill of sales, taking my gift and turning it into something that's going to help me in the long run. Does that make sense? So this could be a time of preparation for post-recession expansion. Let's just start. Let's just start now, okay? I'm going to start my leadership skill set training right now. And in 12 months, 18 months, or whatever, by the end of all of this, I'll be such a great leader. And then I'm ready for post-recession expansion. Let's just focus on getting good. Say getting good. Just getting good. Actually, don't even put that. Do me a favor. I want you to write out what is the skill set that you are going to acquire over the next 12 to 18 months. What are you going to get really, really good at? What are you going to get really, really good at? Come on, talk to me. Sell, selling. I love it. I love it. We got to get the organization. These are the skill sets. Consistency. Woo-wee. Consistency is a skill set. Focus. Stock market. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all talking good right now. All right, cool. I'm going to run through it because uh, we, we're, we're going to leave uh, 10 minutes for Q&A. Okay. We got to get good at something. And find, ooh, 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 find a necessary, find a recession necessary product or service. And your product or service might be recession necessary already but you don't realize it. So we started this morning meetup pre-recession. Yes, yes. Okay, great. But now I understand how the morning meetup is a recession necessary service because if we don't stick together in this thing, we are going to crumble. This is the time for collaboration. This is a recession necessary service. Okay, you're saying, oh, Dave, I do hair. How is this recession necessary? You need to figure out how it's recession necessary. You mean to tell me this isn't going to be the biggest opportunity for branding? Listen, people are not going to be spending all their money with whoever like they did last year. They're going to be spending money with the best of the best. And if you can present yourself presentably with a new style or you're always up on it, you will automatically attract more customers. So you giving me the $300 to do your hair is gonna make you thousands. This is a recession necessary service. You better, listen, now ain't the time to go down on your brand and stop getting your hair did. Okay, real quick, real quick. Last thing, last thing. We gotta start considering collaboration, okay? This is in the in the last point. We gotta start considering collaboration. We are stronger together. Can you throw that in the chat? I know it's kind of long, but we are stronger together. We are stronger together. We are stronger together. We are stronger together. That is my phrase for the next few years, okay? We are stronger together. We are stronger together. One business with two partners is easier than one business with one partner where you gotta do it all yourself. 